I sort of um, I went to the, the um, you know the place where I get the food cheap. Yeah. Like not a food bank, but it's sort of on the verge of being a food bank. We don't have to be on benefits to be there. Mm-hmm. And you know I was queuing up like normal on my phone. And then I got to the front of the queue without realising it. I stood there for ages, and they were just kind of going like, "What's your name? What's your name?" And I was just like, I, "Huh, huh?" And then like I realised I was at the front of the queue. <laughs> and then like, um, and I gave my name, show I was on the list. Mm. And then they were just like, "Oh, oh yes, here you are." Uh, so you're paying by card, and I was like, "Yup." And then they, um, and then they uh, said to me. Well, next week we've got uh, citizens, uh, citizens Advice Bureau we're having a stand here. So you can talk to them about your energy bills, any trouble you're having with a council, any trouble with uh, discrimination. And I was just like, I don't have any problems. <laughs> and then they were just like, no, it's just... And I was like, I'll tell my friends so. And then like, and, uh, you know, I was really protesting the idea that I was all right. Mm. You'll tell your friends um, that the, are you going to tell your friends that they were suggesting that you had problems. No, I'll tell my friends that there's a citizens' advice thing. Oh, right. I thought you were like, um, I'll tell my friends on you. No, <laughs> no. Maybe that's how it sounded. Yeah. Like, but I felt like um, I felt like the more I spoke, the more it seemed like I had issues. Yeah. Well, like I, I protested too much. That's just so people who don't know you. Maybe I do need to talk to someone in Citizens Advice. I, so would I go up to Citizens Advice and just say, what can you do about the fact um, I feel a bit Michael Stipe these days? Mm. You know, like, kind of angry. You're losing your religion. But, like, fine at the same time. Mm. How, how, what, what do you advise of that? Did, did, they advice? Just, did they just reel off loads of events that happened in the 1990s in response to that? Uh, no, I've not been yet, but uh, next week. Because that's where you didn't start be. the fire, isn't it? Not, not um, mm. the end of the world as we know it. It's the same song, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, I think um, J.K. Rowling yeah. has been in that boat before. She, she's had advice, I reckon. Oh, she's had times when people have treated her like some sort of like street mentalist yeah she, she's self-made isn't she yeah that's that's the thing when when you've got like an estate behind you or some sort of benefactor mm. is that was that the right word when someone invests in you that's not it is it yeah like a patron a patron yeah then it's sort of like like a lot of those old jazz ads like charlie parker and uh, Miles Davis, they were all rich fellas. Mm. And they had patrons that, you know, they could just go around sleeping on couches, taking mm. heroin. Like uh, Arts Council funding. Exactly, yeah. Mm. So you think about all of the horrible projects that have been made by the Arts Council. Yeah. And J.K. Rowling didn't have any of that support. No. J.K. Rowling, like, when she was living in Margate, uh, she... <laughs> used to walk around wearing like an old leather jacket that she mm. found in a skip mm. and like just a bra underneath it mm. and like you know like a jeans yeah like she couldn't be bothered to put a top on because they were all old 
All the people around. At this point. She's about 26. She's had her first kid, I think. Mm. Pushing the pram along. Just wearing a bra and a jacket over it. Not giving a fuck. It'd be weird if she did it with a bra over the jacket, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'd, I suppose. Different. Yeah. Uh, different size. <laughs> Super mams. Well, over an open jacket as well. Like the jacket's open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not buttoned. Yeah. <laughs> not buttoned up or anything. Just, uh, yeah. just on. It's got no buttons, has it? Right, the zips broke and the buttons. Yeah, that's why it's in a skip. Yeah. yeah. Was she always writing, or I guess she was working? She was didn't have money. I think what she says is that if you're a writer, you're always writing. You're always grinding. You're always writing something, whether it's like writing on a bit of paper or just writing it in your head. Because mm-hmm. people say she wrote Harry Potter on one like um, train journey. Mm. But she's been writing it for years, really, in her head, like, you know, building it. You know, that world was pre-built. She knew she'd mapped it in her head. Is it because it's like she's seeing herself in her head in a room and then she's she's mad, imagining it being written? Mm. And I'd so say. it's like, you know, sort of like an, a version of yourself is writing rather than the yeah. actual person. So it's just like a kind of yeah. thing she inhabits in her mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got a little writer in your head. Yeah. Doing it, like getting ready... And then they just sort of like, um, you know, they got a pile of pages and then they sort of like feed it through when you sat down at the right time to type it up. Mm. Like, little, little, like, I know if J.K. Rowling's little person, little writer, like, what they look like? Probably like, Mm. um, um, what's he called, David Tulis in Naked, I imagine. Yeah, like dead, like sneering. Yeah, yeah, like the opposite of her. But similar, because he, he he definitely hang about with someone of her description. Oh, totally, yeah, and patronise them. Yeah, but that's how you get stuff done, isn't it? But that's she'd argue with them. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you need a yeah, fewless from naked in your head in Do- order to write something. But in written. order to be a writer yourself. Need to shout back at him and tell him to shut up. Yeah, say like, what the fuck's that accent even about? Yeah, I'm not writing it like you did. Yeah, you skank. Yeah, <laughs> fucking scum. <laughs> yeah, philandering. Like, yeah, just philandering. bumming fags off people all the time yeah. in her head. Yeah, other people. Yeah, it's not just a room with a, a writer in it she's got a room with a writer in it with like a street outside <laughs> where he wanders about well, saying it, he's a writer well that's the thing like if you're a good enough writer you can have maybe like a whole hamlet in your head mm. but that's yeah. pretty hard to keep going I think we were saying Jim Morrison only has like uh, like a like a little kind of like street a cul-de-sac with like an Indian in it yeah right. there's no house <laughs> no nothing just like a crash car 
and like an Indian sat on the boot. And a croft. Yeah. But then a proper writer, like, he's not like, you know, a moron. Stu- stupid, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would have at least a street. Yeah, anyone um, can imagine a street, can't they? Jesus Christ. Like, come on. <laughs> Yeah, like I think it's weird that a writer would describe a street. You don't need to, do you? A street's no. implicit, like street no. with eight houses on. That's all you need to say. Because it's a street. This is number seven, so you assume that there's a number eight. Yeah. There you go. Done. You can pull your number five. Well, yeah, I'd be mad if it started at six. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's a bird street. Yeah. But if they're writing that in a about a street in a novel it's just they're just saying what they see aren't they yeah in novels a lot of streets don't you even have numbers well you don't need them mm. like there's houses on the street don't have numbers with writing like the way that David Fulis would write in your head would be to write every nook and cranny with like a used condom in it yeah whereas like the way that J.K. Rowling would translate that is into Harry Potter. That takes some work, doesn't it? Like... Yeah, it takes a lot of editing down, you know, like a load of macho righty bollocks. Well, a lot of writing, they say, um, because you think about it, there's more books than there are people alive now, isn't there? That's, that's crazy, isn't it? Like, you, you, there's, a, there's, there's more than one book for everybody. Yeah. What, like, what's the point in that? Like, how, are you supposed to, how are you supposed to deal with that? Well, you read more than one. I, yeah, but there's more than <laughs> there's more books than there are people. Yeah. Mm. So you read like five. Well, yeah. Mm. And then there's there's still there's still loads more, isn't there? After five. Yeah. No, so you, but you read five books, then that divides it by five, the total number. Yeah. I mean, I guess so, but... If every person reads five books, then... But they don't, though, do they? They don't. Yeah, they've got them all. Who do you know that reads five books? Would we all have to read Uh, five different books? Well, nobody talks about this, do they? That's that's the problem. But you could get get all the books done if everyone read read five. Yeah, but you'd have to have someone sorting it out. You'd have to have someone sorting it out. And then what are they reading? There wouldn't be some sort of census or something, I don't know what you call it, like, like Boris Johnson sort of out. Senseless. Yeah, bibliography. Mm. Just send you out in the post, you know, you've got to read these five books and then report back. <laughs> <laughs> Someone needs to kind of... There needs to be at least one good reads review on every book. Yeah. Right. That's the way it yeah. should be, but it's never going to happen, is it? Mm. No, because books are in a contest with each other. And you never know what you're going to get. You might get, like, five books that are in bleeding Well, it's German. a race, isn't it? It's what? a race. It's it is a race. a race, yeah. And some yeah. people can't read as well. Yeah, loads of people. So that's... Well, you can all read Harry Potter. Yeah. This is, the, this is the central point, isn't it? Which is why Harry Potter's the most read book, because anyone can read it. Mm. Yeah. All seven. It's just seven books, but that's one book as well. It's mad, isn't it? And it's a film. Seven films. Mm. If you've seen the film, you've read the book, can't you? There's more. There's eight films. One of them's a part one and part two. Yeah, yeah, the last one. 
Yeah, Griswold. And now what you call them when you put them all together? It's just Griswold. You just go Griswold. Put them all together. Because Griswold's a spin-off book, isn't it? Um, <laughs> isn't it like uh, like like that Fantastic Beast? They made three films out of a fifty-page like uh, encyclopedia yeah. of like animals. Yeah, they made it into it's a true, film. Um, it was like a charity thing, <laughs> and then they made it into um, a trilogy of films. Yeah, and each film's like three hours long as well. Yeah, so it's like nine hours. Somehow, yeah. fifty pages into nine hours of film. Well, they got Johnny Depp, so... Then you go Griswold at the end. <laughs> but at least you can watch it instead of reading it. Yeah, it's nicer, isn't it, that? Yeah. Yeah. What's your favourite Harry Potter? Um, book or film? Uh, yeah, both. Go on, then. You've done both. Yeah, I've, 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 done re- I've read them all and watched them all. And yeah. then at the end I went, Griswold. Uh, <laughs> twice You can do it twice if you read the books And you say it twice um, So film, I would say um, The Prisoner of Azkaban Really? Yeah, that's my least favourite And By far. book, The Half-Blood Prince Yeah, I don't like that one <laughs> Well, it doesn't matter, does it? Um, my favourite film it's uh, Elephant Man. <laughs> Is that Harry Potter? No. Harry Potter and the Elephant Man. Yeah. <laughs> but he does turn up, isn't he? Doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. It's like one of the teachers, I think. <laughs> Just t- turns up and teaches you how to uh, how to do something else. Mm. <laughs> something that you wouldn't expect. <laughs> something that you can't remember either as well. Well, isn't he like the King of Potions or something? Yeah, the Elephant Man. Oh. <laughs> in the books. What's uh, Jim? Because what... there's those extra bits in the books and there isn't a film. Jim, what's your favourite like... Harry Potter? Favourite <laughs> Harry Potter? Uh, the Goblet of Fire. Is that the, f- the film? Um, <laughs> probably the book. The book for the Harry. Uh, the book for the Goblet of Fire. <laughs> And, uh, that's the, the worst film. The film. I don't think I've seen the film of that. That's uh, got our pats in it, hasn't it? I think I saw the last one where there's a good bit at the end where they're like, uh, they've gone old. Oh, yeah, that's nice, that bit. Yeah. That's the last one, isn't it, yeah. I think. And the bit where, it, the where, he's, where he's like, he's dead. That bit, yeah. that bit. That's good, isn't it? Is he dead? Yeah. Um, but then they've got that little sort of, um, like, burnt up. Fetus of um, yeah, under a park bench, yeah, it's great that bit, isn't it? Right, pull him out, yeah, and it's like, look under there, that's the last horror crux. And they start punching him in together, like, do a high five, and then start going like, what Harry smashes it, and um, what's Voldemort. it, Grindelwald, yeah, mm. I thought Voldemort got together with Harry in the end, yeah, they, they do hook up at the and end, and they beat each other's horror crux, yeah. Like see, so see, so you can beat the Harcrux off quickest. <laughs> Don't remember that. That's how it ends. Yeah. And then they're old. It's Harry Potter and the soggy biscuit. <laughs> but um, I, the good thing about Voldemort is mm. that he um, he grows old at the end as well with him, doesn't he? He's like in the train station with him. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> he's, well, he drives past in a Citroen CX, doesn't he? Going, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do. Got an Uber license. <laughs> yeah, because they're all in um, Scarborough, aren't they? At the end, yeah. for some reason. Do they ask him to stay for Christmas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they make up a bed for him in the attic. <laughs> Tuck him in. Um, You're not so bad after all. No. But then someone... All you wanted was some friendship. (laughs) (laughs) All you needed was friends. For someone to understand you. You don't have have to be on your own anymore. Yeah. Uh, The beautiful... Like Harry's saying, the the wonderful thing about society is more what it could be than what it is. There's always someone ready to offer you a home. Mm. If you just sort of have faith in the people and that's how it ends isn't it yeah thumbs up is that bit in the have you seen the sort of you know like they do in modern films they did it this mm. was the first film to do it you know mid mid credits mm. they sort of yeah yeah they, they cut to like uh, Voldemort in bed and then someone you don't see who it is but I guess they're just setting it up for the next film someone just runs in and knifes him <laughs> You just see a shadow and he goes, what the fuck? And then someone knives him. Knives Voldemort. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he just bleeds uh, out. That's how it ends. Um, there's a lot of him kind of like flashbacks because weirdly Voldemort manifests himself in through several different characters. Like mm. it's Tom Riddle. Yeah. Like um, it's Tom Riddle, Tooth Rot and like... Uh, Bombadil. No, sir. <laughs> Bombadil. <laughs> Tom Bombadil. Yeah. So he turns up as loads of different characters. And you kind of, that's kind of meta, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's multiple antagonists, so he could be Bombadil, because he's a baddie as well. There's <laughs> like, normally baddies that don't go anywhere. Yeah. I'd really explain, they just a pop up in the middle. Yeah, just, just like a level boss, aren't they? But you never see him again. Yeah, worm tongue and all them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, Shredder as well. Yeah. Brad Dorif. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, like, um, <clears throat> JK Rowling as a strip club. Yeah, well. Is that weird, owns isn't one, it? Yeah. Owns a strip club called Rowling's. <laughs> it's a bit like Stringfellows, I think. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a Margate, though, isn't it? Like, it, Margate. Mm. It's just a bit like that there, isn't it? It's a, it's, a, mm. it's the seaside, isn't it? Yeah. Does she own it, then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's got Rollins. Yeah. Just didn't want to... She was just like, what shall I call this? Rowlings. And it's, like, rowling, rolling in it as well. Like rolling. Yeah, rolling in the cash. Making it rain. Mm. You can't make that much off books. No, of course not. They're dead expensive to make. As a working class person, you can't open a strip club without having made money first. No. So you write a book. Like, this is the goal of most writers, is to write a book, get it on Goodreads and get a few reviews and then like open a strip club. Yeah, you need something to fall back on, don't you? Yeah, and then your strip club's always your second name. Mm. It's like Stringfellow 
Peter Stringfellow wrote um, Goldman Gas, didn't he? Yeah. The one that Robert Smith likes. Yeah, yeah. And Devonay, he, he was called like Melvin, Melvin Hill when he wrote it. Mm. Well, that's his real name. His real name's not Peter Stringfellow, is it? No. It's like being called like Steve D- Boodlebum or something, isn't it? It's not. Yeah. It's not a real name. Doodlebum. No, I said Boodlebum, but I did mean to say Doodlebum. All oh, right. And um, <laughs> she would. Well, she does, like, on special nights, dance. With a jacket on? No, on. 